Morning show here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. We've got uh, three predictions coming up here in a bit. TJ's gut coming up bottom of the hour. Scene setter end of the hour. Uh, what Jeff Levy had to say about playing his former team coming up in a bit as well. Off the top of the the, the segment here, though, TJ. We have not yet mentioned the commitment that Oklahoma picked up yesterday. Um, I don't know a thing about this guy other than what I've heard Parker Thune say, but I do love his name. So uh, give us the deets. What do we need to know about this? Uh, Mike Wazowski, two foot seven, 163-pound no, linebacker out of wrong. Monsters University. <laughs> oh, he's a transfer portal pickup. Yeah. Is this I didn't wrong? Know that. Is that wrong? It's not Mike I think Wazowski. You got the wrong, the wrong Oh yeah. man! All right. Well, <laughs> Michael Boganowski, uh, <laughs> Junction Junction City, Kansas, six foot two. Wazowski would be tough to tackle. Though. <laughs> low center, low of center of gravity. Uh-huh. Uh, six foot two, two hundred and five pound linebacker, top prospect out of the uh, state of Kansas. Um, hmm. Four star, two four seven composite, and then some others. Uh, so, Michael Boganowski. But every time I hear him, I think of Mike Wazowski from Monsters University. Linebacker that projects to be a safety? That's that kind of what I they understand? were talking about yesterday, yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. Right. So, good pickup. Good what pickup. Number one player in Kansas. Any idea? Uh, let me go back here on that. I bet uh, it really angered some people in Kansas. I, I think it was it still at seven. Sure. Yeah, they're still at seven, at least on 247. So. Okay. Let's hear quickly what, uh, you know, you got a couple of guys in the quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, and offensive coordinator Jeff Levy, who are who have UCF ties. Uh, m- many believe Levy uh, should have and maybe even was not real happy when he didn't get the UCF job and it went to Gus Malzahn instead. I don't know. I can't tell you whether that's true or not. Here's what he had to say this week about playing his former team. No, there's obviously there's familiarity there, you know, just with, with knowing uh, some of the guys that are still there, you know, on, on both sides of the ball. And, again, had a had an incredible experience while I was there for those two years and having the opportunity to work for hype, you know, was was great. And, and obviously where Dylan and I got, got our start. So uh, with John Rice, I guess they announced today that John Rice is going to play and be the starter um, on Saturday morning. Man, a ton of respect for him, who he is as a person, his family, his toughness. So uh, it'll it'll be a fun one Saturday morning. 
Big win, by the way, last night for the OU volleyball team. It was a fun matchup. Kansas State in town. They got what they call the reverse sweep, TJ. K-State won the first two sets, but then OU won the final three. A five-set thriller. It's a battle of brothers. Aaron Mansfield is OU's new volleyball coach. And his brother, Jason Mansfield, is Kansas State's new volleyball coach. They play again tonight. Family divided. Mom's got a split jersey. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Okay. You ready for some predictions? Uh, All right. I am still, by the way, amazingly undefeated on the season. And uh, I've got three predictions for OU-UCF tomorrow i will give the prediction then i will repeat the prediction and then at that point tj if you would like to comment on the prediction feel free to do so prediction number one i shared this on monday night's rudy's show oklahoma will have their best rushing day of the year over 250 yards rushing like it i like it saturday it's the game you need to get the running game going for Oh, you will have over 250 yards rushing in this game on Saturday. It's the kind of game they need to get the running game going. So, yeah. Prediction number two. We talked special teams yesterday. I tried to get you guys to convince me there was a problem there. I'm not sure you did it. Zach Schmidt has heard all the talk. And... He's going to kick the Schmidt out of a ball tomorrow, TJ. Oh, you be careful. <laughs> be careful saying that. A career-long field goal for Zach Schmidt in tomorrow's game. How nervous were you with that coming out of your mouth? Very. <laughs> His career-long is currently 46. So, so you're a saying new, a new career high, huh? A new career high tomorrow for Zach uh, Schmidt. I'm going to have to go look up the wind conditions for tomorrow. What are they supposed to be? South, southeast at 5 to 10. Okay, that's not too bad. Prediction number three of three predictions. PJ, big play. PJ, big play. Ooh. That could go a lot of different ways, yeah. Prediction number four of three predictions, TJ. O-U-U-C-F tomorrow. Number four. Number four. 16 different Sooners have scored a touchdown so far this year. I will name them. Gabriel, Arnold, Walker, Major, Barnes, Sawchuck, Hicks, Anthony, Farouk, Anderson, Stoops, Gibson, Freeman, Blake Smith, Stutzman, and Bowman. 14 offense, 2 defense, 16 different Sooners have scored a touchdown so far this year. Someone will become number 17. Obviously, Walter Rouse. On Saturday. Maybe, maybe the old Rouse fumble Ruski. <laughs> Someone who has yet to get into the end zone this year will score a touchdown on Saturday. Huh, if it's uh, Schmidt running a fake in from 47 that out, counts. does that count as the longest field goal and a new uh, player scoring? Yes. Yeah, okay. A 47-yard fake field goal for a <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> Gives me credit for both <laughs> okay, predictions. Okay. Just remember that, okay? Prediction number five, three predictions. In honor of the 100th anniversary of Owen Field, tomorrow 
Peyton Bowen will take the field with the B removed from his jersey. <laughs> In honor of the 100th anniversary of Owen Field, Peyton Bowen will take the field tomorrow with the B removed from so his jersey. So he's just Peyton Owen tomorrow. In honor yeah. of the 100th anniversary that? of Owen that's, Field. That's amazing right there. What a tip of the cap by the <laughs> young man. That? And prediction number six of three predictions. The Rangers win game five today oh. in Arlington and take a 3-2 series <laughs> that lead. That don't count. you got to stick to OU. And Tony Rowland, exactly, you're exactly right. Thank you, you are very going much, to be Joel right, Platt. but shut your the mouth. The Rangers take game Another five butt today in Arlington. That's two today. For my best friend. And they take a 3-2 lead. And those are three predictions for OU-UCF. What do you think, Teach? Some interesting ones that you can, uh, I think, uh, twist into correct uh, predictions in many different ways. So, yeah. I would never. I don't know how you're going to pull off the old Peyton Bowen one, but I'll be interested to see that. I almost shut down the entire OU health system yesterday, by the way, for a bit. Your ear hair? Um, (laughs) I had a uh, halftime sponsor interview. OU Health is our game sponsor tomorrow on the radio broadcast. So I have a halftime sponsor interview. It was arranged earlier this week for noon on Thursday, yesterday, with a doctor at uh, OU Hospital, one of the OU hospitals. Okay. What turns out the uh, cancer, Stevenson Cancer Center, to be specific. A doctor interview at noon. So I do what I always do. I put that in my calendar to remind me and i put an alarm on it 10 minutes before remember you got an interview got to get your equipment set up and everything to record and as i was it this is in hindsight i did not know it at the time as i was entering it into my calendar it started to autofill because this is not the first time i've interviewed someone from ou health you know what i mean sure like i start to put in ou health and it recognizes what i'm putting in and it says oh and so I was like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. So I click OU Health, put the time at noon, go on about my day. This is like on Tuesday or one day or Tuesday I put this in my calendar. Well, little did I know at the time that that OU Health that I selected from a previous interview notified the doctor that I had previously interviewed of the same interview. It sent them an invitation. Oh, no. A different doctor than the one I'm supposed to interview yesterday. A previous doctor from last year or the year before. I don't know. And the secretary of that doctor, the assistant of that doctor, yesterday or Wednesday reached out and said, hey, we can't do noon. Can you do 1.30? And I said, yeah, sure, I can do 1.30. So I changed the interview to 1.30. With the doctor, Uh, I'm not supposed to be interviewed. What a mess. Well, yesterday, it's like 10 a.m. in the morning, and I get another email from the assistant of the doctor I'm not supposed to be interviewing that says, why are we doing this interview? Again, this looks like the same interview. And I said, I don't know. I was just, I didn't set this up. 
I, I said I gave them the name of the person that set it up, and I sent them. And I said, this person's asking me why are we doing this interview, and the person at SSP gave me the. They didn't know I did had the wrong doctor. They thought I was talking to the right doctor. They gave me the connection at OU Hospital that had arranged the interview, so I gave it to the wrong assistant, the doctor's assistant, and and thinking I was doing the right thing. Uh. And in the meantime, I thought, you know what? I'll go listen to last year's interview, and I did. And sure enough, it's the same doctor and the same question. And so I reached out to S and I said, listen, why are we doing this interview again? It's the same doctor, the same questions. Let's just re-rack it. And they said, fine with me. It's fine with them. So I reach out to the old doctor's assistant and said, I think we could just re-rack last year's interview. And they said, well, you better run it by the person at OU Hospital set up the interview. So we the person at OU Hospital set up the interview said, what are you talking about? We're not interviewing that doctor. We're interviewing this doctor. (laughs) And I said, huh? I said, yeah, you're interviewing this doctor, not that doctor. And I said, well, that doctor changed the interview to 130. And she said, I don't know why that doctor's involved in this at all. That doctor's got nothing to do with this. This is the doctor you're interviewing. And I said, all right, well, somebody better tell that doctor because that doctor thinks I'm interviewing him. And she said, well, we'll tell him. I don't know why they think that, but we'll tell him. And I said, okay, we're, we're still at 1.30. And she's like, no, we're not at 1.00. Th- we're at noon. <laughs> like I told you, the interview's at noon with this doctor. Why in the world is that doctor involved you in changing the time? buffoon. Meanwhile, people are trying to get medical help all over, and are, everything has come to a standstill because I can't get this straight. So... I interview the right Uh. doctor at the right time, okay? And then afterwards, I'm sitting here just recapping the mayhem that has taken place, and it dawns on me what has happened. I was like, this is all my fault. I was in the middle of it. I was miffed at the disorganization of all of this, like, You guys have made my day so hard because you can't get on the same page. I'm mad at all all these doctors and the people, uh, SSP, everybody. Like, why? Just get organized, everyone. And then after the interview, I'm sitting here going, I did this. When I sent, when I put it in my calendar, it notified that doctor. And I caused this whole problem. So, anyway, end of the day. This is 50 people. I got the right interview with the right doctor. However, I caused massive problems throughout the entire OU health system yesterday. So I, I apologize. wondered why my friend's surgery yesterday got delayed by yep. five hours. It was me. Luckily, they it made it. It was all me. <laughs> so when you are listening to the radio broadcast tomorrow and the halftime interview comes on, just know how hard I worked for that interview, okay? I almost butchered it, but we pulled it off. <laughs> 8.18 in the morning. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour. T-Row in the Morning Show, they've been in business since 1952, leading provider of office technology solutions, 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, does the steel man ever go by Mikey? Not in no. this world. or I mean, maybe there's a family member we don't know about, but not that I'm aware of. We're hoping that 
Steelman on the pregame show tomorrow can tell us about that first game on Owen Field. And um, arranging that interview, just take us back in history as to what it was like in 1923. <laughs> you know who we beat in our first game ever? Oh, who was that? Washington, Missouri. Hmm. Uh, let me see. I got a score here: 62 to seven. We had an offense in 1923. How about that? You don't typically see scores like that back then. No, they're usually like six nothing. Right. Yeah, we huh. thumped Washington. Now, now it was just the field. The stadium was not built until the next year because next year, all year, we're going to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the stadium. But the field was actually played on this date, October 20, for the first time in 1923. Saturday, tomorrow, would be the 525th all-time football game, OU football game, played on Owen Field. 525. How about that? Um, We've won 418 of those, by the way. That's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. good at home. Yeah. yeah. Three Dog Night wants the Seahawks. We're still doing this, huh? Yeah. All right. Jay from Medill would like the Seahawks. Got it. This one, uh, we were talking about the Bama Tennessee game. This one says Bama has given up 31 sacks to Tennessee's nine. Mm-hmm. Could play a thirty-one sacks. That's a lot for, especially for that school. Oklahoma's given up. What did we say earlier this week? Six, five, five or six, and one of them's bogus. And the Texas game was not a sack, but thirty-one sacks. And you know, every offensive lineman is at least a four-star, probably a five-star. That's amazing. My husband, Kenny, and I had to leave our home at OU Texas halftime because our little dogs were so nervous. They were a nervous wreck from our screaming, yelling, jumping, and clapping. <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the sake of the Where'd dogs, they, go? They, they had to leave the house. Uh, maybe they went somewhere and watched the second half or Buffalo sat in the Wild car. Wings or something? I don't know. Uh, Chris and Kogar, he's on the Seahawks as well. All right. Jeff from OKC says, Utah is more sophisticated and knows Muleshoe and Grinch's signs. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, in trouble. Mm -hmm. This came to light yesterday. NCAA investigating sign stealing. Now, we've learned a little bit more throughout uh, yesterday and early this morning. Uh, It was a staffer in particular who's being investigated here. His name is, she's got a cool name, Stallions. Wow. His name is Stallions. Wow. Connor Stallions, uh, retired captain in the U.S. Marine Corps, is the person of interest. So apparently what the, at least the accusation here, this is not about being at a game staring across the field and trying to figure out what their signs are. That happens every game. Everybody does it. That's perfectly fine. You know, you try to figure out a way to send your signs in that the other team can't figure out what they are. That's why you got three or four people down there doing it. You got the big things shielding your people so the guys in the Prescott Brocks can't figure it out. That's a part of football. What apparently they did, or uh, they were accused of, is sending this retired captain in the u.s marine corps connor stallions to the stadiums of future opponents he would get a ticket 
across from the opposing benches, it sounds like, and record the signals with a video. I don't know how he did it. Phone, probably phone. And then go back, study them, decipher them, give them to Harbaugh or somebody. Harbaugh denies any knowledge in any of this. And Michigan would, would have to. Now, that is not a, that is against the rules. You are not allowed to in-person scout opposing teams. You are not allowed to record their signals in any way during the game or before, all that kind of stuff. So that's what they are alleged, and it appears the allegations are this has been happening for a few years now. What do you think? can't send someone to other games to do this but if you are a school that you use those big boards and signs and don't you change up the way you do things or change up what you call um probably pretty easy for a guy like that to pick up on so but you can't send him to the stadium and <laughs> sit there and chart everything so um hold on hold on carry up why don't you worry about the game tonight, all right? Get out of here. Huh. What's that? Dusty Baker says, I don't see anything wrong with it. Oh. <laughs> One, I was reading the story on ESPN today. Uh, I'm trying to find the quote here. Says, what Michigan has done is worse than the Astros or the Patriots. <laughs> Where's that quote at? Um, I'll find it as soon as we get a commercial break, I'm sure. I shouldn't blame Dusty for that either. He wasn't even the manager when all of that went down, but I don't like Dusty, so I'll blame him. Harbaugh denies any awareness of anyone doing this. Um, he says he always plays by the rules. Around, <laughs> around That's Michigan. That's the funniest thing about the whole story. <laughs> Around Michigan's football building, Stallions is known to technically work in the recruiting department under director of recruiting Albert Karshnia. But a source said it was known in the building that he spent much of his time deciphering opponent signals, often watching television copies of opponents' games. On Stallions' Instagram page, there are photos of him on the sideline next to two of Michigan's former defensive play callers, Don Brown and Mike McDonald. He had one role said a source with knowledge of Michigan staff. Um, so he's the official he's, sign stealer. He's a code breaker. I mean, that's, he's what, a code he, breaker. that's what he yep. does. Yeah, yep. that's what I'm saying. If you don't change it up enough and he's able to figure it out, then that's kind of cool, actually. According to the NCAA rule book, any attempt to record, either through audio or video means, any signals given by an opposing player, coach, or other team personnel is prohibited. I think that's the ma- the major problem here is he's in person recording future opponents. He's going to a game a team oh, Michigan's going to play in the next few weeks recording their signals and then taking that home and and deciphering it. Here's the quote. This is worse than both the Astros and the Patriots. It's both use of technology for a competitive advantage, and there's allegations that they are filming prior games, not just in-game. If it was just an in-game situation, that's different. Going and filming somewhere you're not supposed to be, it's illegal, it's too much of an advantage. End quote. I don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see what comes of this. The fact that his name is Stallions, though, is just fantastic. That is a good name. Uh, let's see. J.J. from Collinsville. He's going Seahawks this week. Got it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adam from the ATX Packers. I believe that is ATX Sooner. Got it. <laughs> this person's ready for the cabaret show to be done. <laughs> when is the cabaret, old chum? Um, let's see here. What my I should know by are now. on this. Yeah, that. you should probably oh. know. I recorded the spot. Um, I think it's this weekend. I think you're not going. Um, well, I'm the star of the show. Don't you think I will be there? Yeah. Life yeah. is a cabaret. Big Speed Boomer Babe, uh, 49ers. Oh, well, there's two picks. She always confuses me. Seahawks for Big Speed Boomer Babe. QB1 49ers. Oh, they send in two at once? Yeah. And kind of the way it runs together confuses me, although she does a good job with it. QB1 49ers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, When wine gets too old, it's just vinegar. Well, nobody said anything about old wine. It said old bath water. What, right. what, what is that about? I, I, would, I don't know. It came in at the end of the 7 a.m. hour. Oh. Oh. I thought maybe that was related to Steelman's call. Or maybe. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Uncle's call. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, the scary part about old age. Is that and- true? Isn't fi- like the older wine gets, the more expensive it is? It's better? Yes. Yeah. Like this is a forty-year-old bottle of such and such, you know. Well, like a hundred-year-old bottle right. of such and such. Huh? I don't know what that's about. Uh, the scary part about old age and ear hair is that it probably wasn't there when you teed off on one. <laughs> just sprouted. <laughs> I just suddenly sprouted that. Uh, just had my ears waxed. Refreshing. Hurts so good. Getting old ain't for sissies. Boomer sooner, baby. That's from the Crimson Avenger. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know that was a thing. Did you know that was? I've never heard of ear waxing before. Is that? Oh, uh, not necessarily ear waxing. No, but I knew of people that had uh, their ears taken care of. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not getting my ears waxed, but I didn't even know that was an option of something that could be done for a man or woman. I suppose get but. anything waxed. I mean, come on. I'm Keep Ranger it. Jake. Wake up, Rangers, and I'll take the 49ers. All right, very good. Um, I think we've, we've solved the the key to the Rangers winning game five. TJ's got it under control. He will be uh, walking across the field to the Mexican restaurant for lunch today. I didn't say I was doing a, that. I said keeping, I was going helping to get beans somewhere. Beans. I don't want to not show up over at that restaurant. They're expecting me. They probably reserved an area for me. I don't want them doing that. I'm not sure that's the where I'll The crowds are gathering at. already. Yes. Jeez, calm down. TJ's got next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Sooner Nation is tuned in all over the United States and around the world again this morning. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Thank you. It has been a... A real grassroots effort, Ref Army. It didn't happen overnight. 
but it has certainly exploded in the last couple of years and uh we love you all wherever you're tuned in around the world today thank you thousands of listeners right now uh teach give me uh, somewhere to uh zoom in on here state or region of the country where do you want to know where people are listening from today do we have anybody in the uh, uh northeast far northeast oh, yeah. of the country oh yeah, oh, yeah sure uh albany new york that float your boat boston uh, let's see, where is this? Medfield, Mass., Bristol, Rhode Island, several in New York City. New York City? That's right. Pittsford, New York, Victor, New York, uh, Rochester, New York, listening today. Let me zoom down here. Philadelphia, they are uh, listening in today, now up to one. Let's see. Washington, D.C., I assume this is all of our congressmen and women. Uh, listen, we have, a, we have a, other than Toby and the Pentagon, obviously, many listeners in Washington, D.C. for some reason. Richmond, Virginia. What about the Richmond north of Richmond? I just said Washington, D.C. We had a lot of people up there. Did you not hear me? Uh, I just wanted to throw that line in. Um... Perhaps they're waiting for us to tell them who they should vote in as the new Speaker of the House today, TJ. Should we give them our advice on that? I'm available. I'm available. You'd be great at that. All right, so that's uh, the the Northeast. I could go on and on, but uh, you get the idea. All over the country tuned in today. TJ, who who brings us the ref locator? That would be Affordable Door Company, your full-service garage door company, the official garage door company of the ref and Sooner Athletics. Residential garage doors, commercial garage doors, service and repair, garage door openers. They do it all. They compromise on the price, but not the quality. Affordable Door Company, 405-635-9499 or online, affordabledoor.net. It is with bated breath that we await TJ's gut every week. He has once again this year been incredibly accurate. His gut has been on a roller coaster ride because of the Texas Rangers as well this week. So let's see what he has to say today. OU UCF, TJ, what does your gut tell you about this football game? I Brought would, to you by the adult, what is it? The adult senior care wellness facility? center or whatever senior it is. Senior wellness center. Senior wellness center, yeah. Um, I would be lying if I, would, uh, if I said the gut wasn't a little distracted this week. Um, it's been able to be comfortable and concentrate on the Rangers throughout the last uh, week with the off week. Now we're into game week. I have thought about the game, but the gut, I've had different emotions running through me with the gut. He's working two jobs here because he also does a radio show in Arlington, Texas uh, for the Rangers, so they call and get TJ's gut for the uh, Rangers at that radio station in the Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, that's 105.3 The Fan, the uh, home of the Texas Rangers. Let's just say that. We'll pretend that he uh, makes an appearance there and on Derek Holland's Instagram page. Um, <laughs> but I feel good about tomorrow. I think the Sooners um, will not have overlooked UCF. I think that they were refocused this week. I think they had a week where they were having fun, watching videos, Probably going around town, high-fiving people, and then uh, Brent reeled them back in on Monday. Got them busy, got them uh, concentrating on this week, the opponent, what's ahead of them. 
And they will come out and play a very good football game and win 45-16. to 16. The gut's feeling good about tomorrow. 45-16. to 16. Well, a couple of things. That would move them to 7-0. and It would cover for the seventh straight game, if your prediction is right. Yes. And it would hold UCF under 20. Under 20. Which is uh, the baseline you established earlier this week as to whether you would be happy with the OU defense or not. Correct. So check, check, check on all those fronts. It sounds like you believe... Brett Venables will have his team ready to play tomorrow. Brett will be ready to go. We kicking this some. We kicking this thing off. <laughs> we still got another twenty six hours and sixteen minutes. I think, but it'll be here soon. Brent. Is that the uh, Chick Fil A kickoff clock with our twelfth and Alameda friends over at Chick Fil A? They sponsor our countdown clock here at Chick- uh, the Ref. Yeah, let's say that's what that is. Okay. Who who, who sponsors our countdown uh, clock? Chick Fil A. Can't see. 12th and Alameda. They're your tailgate destination. Party trays, gallons of lemonade, gallons of tea, uh, the honey uh, uh, pepper pimento sandwiches, Mm. the caramel crunch shake. I haven't had one of those yet. Stop by, see Nick or Harley. Tell Harley that. Are they still bringing uh, you food from time to time? Tell Harley, say, hey, I heard the guys talking. I need to get some nuggies. Don't say that. Don't say that. Say Nuggets. Mm-mm. 405-310-3189 if you want to call ahead. It's been a couple of weeks since I've had a honey pepper pimento sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Yeah? Today might have to be that day. I will be making a run down to Norman today. It might be that day. Okay. Uh, reminder, 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, we'll get underway on Campus Corner. Please, if you're headed down to the game, come by and see us. Love to meet listeners. Many of you stopped by already, um, but 7 to 8, Teddy and I will be at Balfour. The best place to pick up some new game day attire. Weather's going to turn eventually, right? Maybe come check out the uh, cold weather selection and get yourself ready for uh, fall and winter, of course. 7 to 8 will be there. Steel Man, the Oklahoma radio icon, will be there from 8 to 10. Chris Plank will be at Boyd Street Ventures. What street is that on, TJ? Uh, I believe 5th Street. All right. Over on 5th Street. No, it's Boyd. Boyd. Oh, Boyd Street Ventures on Boyd Street. 7 to 8 for him. Tyler McComas will be there 8 to 10. I haven't been over there to the setup yet. Are they inside, outside? They're inside, yeah. They'll be uh, right inside the Just uh, walk right in. Just walk right in and and see them. And then. Post-game, it'll be Tyler and Travis as soon as the game is over for a couple of hours at world-famous O'Connell's there on Campus Corner. We will have network pregame coverage for you, myself, Plank, Teddy, and Gabe Eichert, starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow on the stage at FanFest, the party at the Palace there just north of Owen Field. Come on by. we got speakers set up. Uh, a crowd will start together, and it's a lot of fun. Teddy and I are only there for the first segment, but it's a whole hour of pregame coverage with Chris and Gabe, and who knows, uh, maybe some special guests stopping by tomorrow as well. Get your uh, food truck food and enjoy pregame coverage there at FanFest. Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. 
Looks right, wants to throw, does. It's intercepted. It's a sack. It's a sack. And he caught it. Touchdown. I don't think he got there. I don't think he got there. 35 open field. He's to the 50. He's to the 50. It is knocked down. And you can unhitch the wagon. They punch Bevo right back in the eye. Paraphrasing the great philosopher, the Boz. Now the whole world knows. Let's be clear, however. Red River Redemption was not intended to be a finish line, but rather a catapult. One win makes a party, but it takes many more to win a championship. Today, on the 100th anniversary of Owen Field, the Sooners welcome the Knights to the round table at the corner of Lindsay and Jenkins. Gus's gang versus BV's boys in a joust at the palace. Can the undefeated and resurgent Crimson and Cream continue the quest for Big 12 title number 15? We're about to find out. It's football time in Oklahoma. Pressure, he lobs in zone, touchdown! It's time for a Big 12 battle. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the UCF Knights. Here we go. Live from the Palace on the Prairie, historic Owen Field in Norman, Oklahoma. This is Sooner Football. <laughs> 